Hey, this is Heroes and I'm Andy. And I'm Cody. This is our podcast. We talk about comics, movies, TV shows, and how excited we are, especially Cody, for the Royal Rumble in a couple of weeks. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. For this episode, we are talking about Heroes and Top 5 2018. Welcome to Heroes and... All right, thanks for listening, guys. Like Cody said, we are looking back at the year that was 2018, and we're giving you our top five favorite things about the year. But first, CP, I'm going to guess that on our top five list, on your own separate top five list, on my own separate top top mm-hmm. five list. On the world's top yeah. five. <laughs> 2018 list. <laughs> That's right. That there is at least at least one thing that we both share that was a highlight for 20 from 2018 for both you and I and that was Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I'm just kidding. No, try, try again, buddy. It was Avengers Infinity. Infinity. Oh, yes, yes of that course, other of course. movie that came out. The other the, small. Yeah, that part that came out last year. Sundance no. film. <laughs> yes. So um, I'm I'm gonna guess that it made your list. And I'm gonna guess it. I know it made my list. But <laughs> in to, you have to guess. That yeah, it made I don't have to guess for my list. Um, but in re, you know connected to that. Marvel finally dropped a trailer a little bit ago for mm-hmm. the up for the next Marvel film. We know the title. It's Avengers Endgame. Uh-huh. So before we get to the top uh-huh. five list, we haven't talked about it on the podcast. That's true. So, CP, what did you think about that Avengers Endgame trailer? I don't know if there's been a trailer that I have enjoyed and liked so much that told me basically everything I already know. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, man. Um, because I really like, aside from the only thing I think that we learned that we didn't already know, I mean, I guess there's a couple, there's a few small things, but okay. we learn that. Uh, that Scott Lang makes it out of the quantum realm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Somehow, we don't know how, but we know that he makes it out of the quantum realm yes. and shows up at the Avengers facility. Mm-hmm. We know that Cap shaves his beard. Gone. That's the real loss. Yes, it is. Uh, and then <laughs> R.I.P. We learn, we learn that Shuri is missing. Yes. That she's one of the ones that either she turned to dust or she just went into hiding. Yes. I guess is a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so we don't learn. Like, we, I think you missed something, pal. I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say this th- one something thing. that we learned. Yes, that we didn't know. That I guess. I mean, it's a like it's a pretty big reveal. Is that we finally see finally see Hawkeye? In, okay. In, yes. So that I mean, we kind of knew that, and some photos were leaked, and I do my best. I don't know about you, but I do my best to a- avoid that kind of thing. Yeah. For sure. Like, oh, set photos were leaked, or. Fan theory because of, you know, something that was said. Like, I avoid all those articles, mm-hmm. all those uh, web pages because I don't want anything to be spoiled for me. And so, apparently, some photos were leaked already, like, before the tra- they dropped the trailer of Hawkeye, who is not necessarily Hawkeye, Hawkeye in this uh, new movie. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, Clint Barton. 
photos yeah. of Clint Barton. Yes, is not Hawkeye in this movie, and so, um, but yeah, so that's probably the. But may, aside the biggest, from those, so we got Shuri. Yep, missing. She's in the moment um, when Bruce Banner is standing, looking at all the people. Yep. Uh, we know Scott gets out of the quantum realm. Yeah. Apparently, without anybody's help. We don't as know far man. As, as far as Tony's help, I guess. Yes. As far because it. Tony would have been there. Yeah. Um, so Scott gets out. Sure, he's missing. Hawkeye. Ronan. Ronan. Yep. Um, and that's it's so just those three, right? I think so. I think those are the big things that we kind of learned slash things that were confirmed. Confirmed. That, yeah. We yeah. Didn't, you know what I'm that saying? we didn't know going into it. Like yeah. we <laughs> we know that Thanos succeeded. Yeah. So none of that. Yeah. Like we don't learn what the plan is. Yeah. Black and, Widow. Yeah. We yeah. So we learned the Black Widow is still blonde. Yes, we know that she obviously is communicating like to you know uh, Steve Rogers. Hey, this was the plan all along. Like this was Thanos's plan, and he succeeded. Mm-hmm. Boom! And now we're in this. Now we're in this state. Yeah, there is a sense of like urgency. Like the tone from this trailer was. Yeah, this, I mean, maybe it's off of because, maybe I'm thinking of this because it's really what Captain America says, like, it has to work or or else, like, if it doesn't. If it doesn't, he doesn't know what he's going to do. Yeah, and so there is this, like, urgency to this trailer. There is this weight to the trailer. Yeah. You know, that Ultimately, like, we get, because we didn't really see in, with the way, how, quickly infinity war wraps up mm-hmm. we only really get to see thanos's more pro like long-term reaction yes because for mo- for the most part everybody's turning to dust yep and we see the quick like steve steve realizing wow. what happened yep and tony and nebula yep. realizing what happened and then it, pr- it pretty much just wraps up on thanos and you know looking off S- into the sunset and succeeding. so yeah and so, um, I think what the trailer does is just it gives us a look at how the characters are dealing with the fallout yep. of uh, the decimation, is mm-hmm. what is being referred to as. Um, that was that came out of the Brazil Comic Con. Yep. Um, is that in in the universe? It's called the decimation. If you didn't know that, um, but yeah. So we're just seeing how Thor Thor clearly not handling it well. No. Uh, maybe the worst. Of the characters that we see, um, as far as how he's handling it, Tony is as chipper as Tony can be yeah. in space. Yeah. Um, and you know, he gets that that part of the journey is the end line in. Um, Cap obviously not taking it well. Bruce Banner taking it not great either. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we really just get a lot of looks at how the characters are doing. There's a couple characters we don't see though. Mm-hmm. Um, Rocket. Yep. No, it doesn't show up. Nebula, we do see, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Briefly. Yeah. So I'm really interested to see where we go as far as like, I really hope that I feel like there doesn't need to be a lot more trailers for it. <laughs> They're going to drop. There's at least going to be probably one more and then a couple like of the TV spots and yeah. that kind of thing. But I mean, it's, it's only in April. So it's, it's only what, four months into yeah. the new year. So it's like, there's not exactly a lot of time and here's a crazy for them to thing. release that stuff anyway. Here's a question that I have for you, so, you know, and since you're talking about it, um, 
you know, who's the bad guy in this movie? Right. Like, I guess, like, is the bad guy... It's not like I don't is know how much. Is it still Thanos? Is it still Thanos, or is it more the 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 you know the antagonist, or maybe the the conflict of this movie is just getting them back, like doing whatever you need to do to get them back. Like, is that really maybe the first half of the movie is getting them back, and then the second half is you know beating Thanos? Like, is it is it going to mm-hmm. be that you know like because they're definitely the, what we see of Thanos is he's just. He's just there doing his best gladiator, you know, brushing his hand through the fields and through the flowers, right. and that's it. Like, And we just, don't really know where he is. Yeah, he's just enjoying the retired life. And so he, you know, we don't know what what's to come from him. So I'm very curious about that. The Ant-Man scene at the end kind of bugged me that they showed that. I don't... I agree with that. That was kind of... I mean, I know there's always that MCU humor that's going to be part of our world, and I get that. But like we're, I mean, like like Doctor Strange says, like we're in the end game, and so it's like now it's not the time for jokes. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like let's, you know, we gotta get to business. So I was a little and like Ant Man lost people too. He did lose people so. too. I think that I have a theory that that is not the present time. Like that's an old recording because Cap says, "Is that outside?" And like, and I'm I'm anticipating that Black Widow says. Yes, but it's old. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's not like a current, yeah. hey, the the video camera was activated because someone's at the front door right now. Uh-huh. I think it's just like a film that like that starts like that somehow gets played or somehow and but it's old. It's not but that's my thing. I don't know if it's take it take it or leave it. It's not that important. Yeah. But anyways, because I do think they I do think part of it is them bringing Ant Man back. But they can just probably brush over over that. Yeah, that's a quickly. that's my question. Like, because we know, I mean, Scott has been to the quantum realm before. Yes, um, and he came back on his own. And yeah. So it's just a question of if that's true. Like that happens in the first movie. Yeah. And so it's just a question of if he's able to do that same thing again. That's true. Um, I guess not. it's not. Yeah, I guess that part isn't super important in the big scheme of things but in in theory it's like it seems like it would have been it would be a bigger deal yes um especially how the the ant-man the wasp ended like it would yeah. be like yeah it, the, you're right that's probably the best way it's, you can say yeah it. the way ant-man and the wasp ends is it seems like he's stuck down there yeah it, it implies that he's stuck down there yeah but there's a possibility i guess that it's he just you know puts his grow one back you know <laughs> The, yeah, and he just he just comes out. But regardless, the trailer was amazing. I watched it when that weekend when it came out way too many times. <laughs> and um, but yeah, it was it was great. So um, let's just jump in, CP. Enough of the end game. Let's let's look back. All right, let's look back at the year mm-hmm. that was 2018. It was a great year for so many so many things. And um, you know, we're just gonna talk about them. And so, CP, I said at the beginning of the episode, you and me. It's on our list, Avengers: Infinity War. Yes, it lived up to the hype, dude. It really did. I <laughs> I can't believe like nothing like the first Avengers when it came out. Nothing yes. like that had been done. Yes, where multiple movies building, you know, of different characters building to this one thing. Yeah, that hadn't been done yet, and so you know this. That was 10 years ago. Yeah. And so going into Infinity War, my biggest concern was just 
will this like will the magic of the first Avengers yeah will it still be there yeah and will it succeed mm-hmm. um can they juggle all of these characters you know well yeah and for me it was a yes yeah. like across the board the movie was awesome mm-hmm. and it it was it kept moving like like you said it when it came out it the whole movie is like a final act it seems mm-hmm. like like it, that it, it starts and it's just it's just going yeah um full steam ahead you know mm-hmm. and so i i'm just happy that it succeeded yeah towards the last couple before that like particularly i think like with doctor strange and even with spider-man homecoming which i like spider-man homecoming a lot now but when it first came out I was kind of just ready for Infinity War. Yeah. And same with Black Panther. Like, yeah. I wasn't... It's not that... Like, I I agree that Black Panther's a good movie. But when it came out, I was just ready for Infinity War at yeah. that point. And so... Um, but I totally agree. It was great. Yeah. Um, it's definitely the the most somber of uh, of the Marvel movies that we've had. I know some people that that were like... I'm never watching another Marvel movie because of this. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they go, it, it's kind of crazy how they, people like they were like uh, that I know go to the Marvel movies because they want to have a fun popcorn, you know, time. have, have, pop, have yeah. fun, eat popcorn. It's going to be, you know, a happy yeah. time. Um, and this one did not end that way at all. <laughs> no. And they were really like, I know a lot of people that were really caught off guard yeah. by that. Yeah. So. It was great, man. I mean, you said it. They handle all the different characters. They can. They really continue the story. They Thanos was amazing, a complete rock star, a complete superstar of that movie, man. And the CGI was great for the for the character. It was just, man. It was it was a really really good movie. And mm-hmm. of course, it made our list. And I'm just excited for the sequel and for you know obviously Endgame. But it really was. It was great. It lived up to the hype. I didn't. I was disappointed. What's interesting about the MCU movies now, actually, that I thought was, yeah, was again just interesting. But the follow up movie to that was Ant Man and the Wasp, and I don't know how well that did. Like, for a follow up, you would, like, you would think like, the follow up to that would be important. Not like the sequel follow-up, but like the next movie in the MCU would have been important to mm-hmm. continue with that. And not that Ant-Man and the Wasp, like those characters aren't important because they really are uh, in the MCU and in the comic books. Like they're super, like they have their place in history. But right. the follow-up, like the movie itself, like it was an okay movie. Like it, I think I liked the first one more. Like, and so all those things taken, taken into account, like, Man, like the the follow up to Avengers, the the movie itself, Infinity War, was kind of like, weren't, weren't, but that doesn't take anything away from what the masterpiece was, right? The, before after before this, with the first event, I'm trying to think of all the follow ups. It was Iron Man three, mm-hmm. which everybody's wrong about. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> says it's not that great. Yeah, you're wrong. Um, just sit there and you're wrong. <laughs> um, what was the follow up to Age of Ultron? It was uh, Ant Man. I believe it was. It was it the might, first Ant-Man. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess you're following it up with a character that literally gets smaller. But, I mean, Ant-Man, like, looking, it, it did succeed money-wise. The of budget, course. estimated budget was $162 million. The worldwide gross was 617 
Over six hundred seventeen million. Is that good numbers? I'm not math. That's. I think that's good numbers. Good numbers. If okay. my, I'll I'll phone a friend. <laughs> yeah, carry the one. Subtract. <laughs> you figured it out. So it still succeeded, but <laughs> I agree it it yeah. wasn't uh, necessarily as I I don't I don't think I enjoyed it as much as I did the first one. Correct. So, but all that to say, Avengers: Infinity War was amazing. Mm-hmm. And if you're it if you saw it. it and you're feeling down. And you don't want to watch another Marvel movie again. Just know that our heroes will avenge us. Yes, they will. Take heart. <laughs> the end is not the end. Yes. So, um, CP, what's your what's number two on your list for 2018, man? <clears throat> My number two is Jurassic World Evolution. Not the movie. <laughs> I really was surprised. You really thought I was going to go with the Fallen <laughs> Kingdom. Which, yes. That might be on my list. We'll see. Um, but Jurassic World Evolution um, is a, uh, it's kind of like a zoo tycoon or roller coaster tycoon yes. um, game. It came out this past year, right around the same time the movie uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom did. Yeah. Um, but you're just, you build your Jurassic, Jurassic World Park yeah. and um, there's all kinds of like, just cool references and nods to the to the lore of the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like all this different you know database stuff of like all the different characters from the movies and um, and the dinosaurs and the locations and everything. And so um, I know that there's a lot of people that like the game. Kind of like I feel like there's a lot of people that expected more from it as far as like just how you can are able to decorate the parks and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but for me, just being a Jurassic Park world fanboy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. um, dinosaur fan, yeah. I, I, I just really enjoy, like, it was just really cool to, um, cause you can tell throughout the game that the developers love Jurassic Park and that franchise. And so, um, for me, like one of the things that I caught on, um, and I, I can end with this, but, one of the, the my favorite little Easter eggs mm-hmm. is at, at any moment in the game where you try to do something that either you haven't unlocked yet mm-hmm. or like um, like to access certain like um, like certain parts of the like uh, like of developing fossils. Uh-huh. You have to have certain buildings, that kind of thing. Yeah. Anytime you try to access something like that, there's a little like. Like, there's obviously the normal score that's happening. Uh-huh. And then there's a little, like, uh-uh-uh, like, that plays. Like, it's kind of, like, buried. In, like, it's no. it's meant to be, like, buried. And it's, like, a little bit, like, distorted. Like, uh-huh. it's, like it's supposed to be a little, like, not as much of a voice, as much of a, like, you know, just, like, sound. A tone? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but I, it, it, you know, it, uh, it takes you trying to do something that you can't do yet or don't have access to, um, to hear it. And That's so great. it's just a cool little, like, you know, like that little extra, like, you know, nod of the, uh, uh, uh you didn't say the magic word, you know, yeah. um, that so. a real, like not a real, but like a big fan of the Jurassic Park movies right. and franchise would, would pick up. On. Right. Right. That's so, awesome, dude. That's but, awesome. So yeah, that's my second one is the Jurassic World Evolution game. Yeah. I for sure thought you were going to say Fallen Kingdom, but we'll see. We'll see if it, if it makes the, the top five. Uh, for me, my number two is going to be another Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe movie, and that is Black Panther. Now, I need to, conf- I need to confess, I was not looking forward to this movie at all. No? No. And it's only because I wanted 
Avengers already. Like I, I wanted. I, I get, I get you. It's enough. Like I, I get the build up, but I give me Infinity War, and so I went into Black Panther, like. Not that I wasn't excited for it, but I was just like, all right, like it's just another MCU movie that we have to get through before we get Infinity War. But by the end of it, that was not the case. I was not walking out. Oh, it was fine. Let's move on to April now. It was like, holy cow, that was really good. Mm -hmm. And when am I going to see it again? Um, Because it really was that good of a movie. Yeah. I loved it. The the art, the style, the the look of it was great. The actors were great. Michael B. Jordan, I just love that guy. I love that guy so much because of Creed. Mm-hmm. But seeing him more and more in movies and stuff like that, I'm just a big fan of him and continue to grow and be a, a big fan of him. And so uh, they just got they just got an amazing cast for that whole movie from top to bottom. It's a stellar cast, um, one that. Like, if you just take any of those actors and put them in a movie, like in another movie, it's like they they elevate that movie. Sure. You know, it's not like they're writing off of each other. Like, it's not like, no, no, no. Each of those actors and actresses have enough star power quality and are skilled actors in themselves that mm-hmm. they, you know, they can do great in, in a movie on their own you sure. know, just by the name being attached to it and so the cast was great um the look again was great and i mean obviously it played a bigger part in avengers like it played a bigger part like yeah. wakanda black panther that whole world was a big part mm-hmm. of infinity war and so um it was great so that i mean for not having the best attitude or not really looking, going into it yeah like kind of like okay like it's so let's just move on um, I loved it. I really, really did. What I appreciate with, or like coming out of kind of piggybacking off Infinity War and Black Panther was those movies were kind of filming simultaneously yeah. at some points. Uh-huh. And so, um, obviously Black Panther hadn't come out yet uh-huh. and the Russo brothers knew the storyline direction of mm. Black Panther, but they didn't know, and um, and like Chris Evans and those guys didn't know about particularly like the Wakanda Forever and the chants. Uh-huh. And so that stuff was just um, like it was added by the Black Panther cast uh-huh. in Infinity War. That's great. And so like Russo Brothers like saying, yeah, if I mean, if that's what you're doing in your movie, let's go with it. <laughs> um, and who knew that like Wakanda Forever uh-huh. and, uh, and just the chants were going to become such this huge cultural thing you know so it's just a cool little that is that is really that is really interesting and kind of fun to think about so uh black panther was amazing and so it made my number two cp what's your number three my number three um this is a little upsetting for me okay but my number three is daredevil season three i see what you did there and so my the reason I, it's upsetting is because Netflix is killing every <laughs> freaking Marvel show that they have. Yes. Whether it's because Marvel Disney has their own streaming service yeah. or they're just feeling they're not profitable as Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, but Daredevil season three, I, I think I'm pretty sure that in my top five list that the year Daredevil season two came out, Daredevil <laughs> season two was on. But I'm telling you guys, like, I know a lot of people that that I know that followed the shows uh-huh. that didn't watch this one right when it came out. And uh-huh. I really, like, 
I think that I, I, while on one hand, I'm kind of understanding of the fact that the show has ended because of how, um, of Wilson Fisk role uh-huh. in Daredevil season three and, and in season one and two, like yeah. he's been, you know, kind of there throughout. Like, I think the show kind of needs him. Yeah. To some degree. But on the, on the other hand, seeing the direction that they take bullseye. Yeah. Um, and the seeds that they're planting throughout for a potential bullseye, you know, being the next big bad or next yeah. villain for the next year, se- the next season. Um, it just kind of bums me out that that's not something we'll get to see, but daredevil season three, the story is awesome. Mm-hmm. And, um, and with that more than ever, you learn just how powerful Wilson Fisk is. And I know Andy, you were struggling, like as I, you were, because I watched it a little bit ahead of Andy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you were struggling with <laughs> with learning more and more. <laughs> uh, dude, I'll say this: so Daredevil season three made my top five. So I'll I'll chime in and talk about it as well. <laughs> but it what it really was like it was it was legitimately terrifying, like as a viewer. And of course, I know it's fictional. Like I know, like the mm-hmm. like I get mm-hmm. that. But it really Andy, was. Andy thought for sure that Wilson Fisk was responsible for <laughs> Indiana Jones Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> like, like every bad thing that has happened. He's behind Batman Somehow Beast. Wilson Fisk in the show <laughs> is responsible for real life bad things. Yeah. But it really was like I'm watching it and it really, it really was terrifying how he had everything under control. And it was brilliant. Like, it really was an absolute gem of a TV show, yeah. like, like this season was. And I don't know, for some reason, I like, I really loved season two. I was a big fan of season two. I did too. For some people, like, the season two wasn't as good as to, like, it, uh, like, compared the, to season one. Compared like to season one. Like, it fell off. A uh, lot of people, I think, that fell off after the second half. Like, once Punisher was put in prison. Yeah. Um, or wasn't in it as much. Yeah. For some, for some reason, like people, there are some people out there that, and like, um, nerdy websites and bloggers and stuff like that, that they didn't enjoy season two as much as I did. And so for them, season one was good. Season two kind of dipped and then season three came back up. For me, it just continues to go up. Like season one was good. Season two was really good. And then season three continues that momentum. Like, I don't know. Like there, there wasn't like a dip in, at any point of those three seasons for me. Mm-hmm. So season three continued to just be the amazing show that it was. Um, Storyline, like it was great to have the the cast, the crew back together, and it is it is unfortunate they had to cancel it. And again, I yeah. I read something that they that uh, Disney can't do anything with those characters for two years, and so until after, yeah, and so I don't know what I don't know if that means. That they can't release anything in two years or they can't work on it in two years. Because let's say hypothetically, it takes two years to schedule everything, film everything and edit everything. Mm-hmm. Is it possible for us to get to get Charlie Cox and crew to get those people as- to get them to get them back in 2021 in two years? Like. You get one like they drop I hope so. like they drop season four in 2021 on or, Disney's plus or oh, yes or is it in 2021 they can't film they can't even start filming until 2021 yeah, like they can't even and just then, put daredevil in a box and forget him about yeah it. exactly so i don't know yeah. the the details there but it is sucky and 
I get it. They have their streaming services and they haven't said any, like nothing official has been said, but everyone is kind of like, yeah, that's what's happening, you know? So mm-hmm. it is what it is. But season three, well, season three of Daredevil was great. The supporting cast, man, like was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your homeboy agent? Um, uh, you you said you like the way Will uh, Fisk says his oh, name. Oh, he says Nadim. Uh, yeah. Agent Nadim. Yeah. He's an FBI agent in the show. Yeah. Nadim. Um, I thought he did. Just, <laughs> yeah. He was great, man. He, really good actor. I've never seen him in anything else before, yeah. but super good. He really was a important. great addition. And like, I appreciate that you get a guy with Agent Nadim. I feel like a lot of the cops that we see in that either weren't major roles uh-huh. or the cops or you know like they weren't major roles or they were always they always ended out actually being bad guys yes whereas with nadim you get a an fbi agent who's actually a good guy like he really is a stand-up guy who is trying to do right by his family yeah and by his sister yeah um and by you know new york and so i really just like how fisk (laughs) says just because of fisk's voice like his how he says Agent Nadim, uh-huh. um, but but yeah, everything everything was, was foggy. Great. It was great. Vanessa having like again, there's some spoilers Vanessa obviously, but like Vanessa being in the season was good. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a solid thing, man. And just that epic that last fight scene. I know I I was a little confused by it because it was it was kind of weird having all three of them in there in that last fight scene with it being, you know, bullseye, quote unquote, bullseye, kingpin, and daredevil. Cause I was thinking to myself, it really should just be kingpin and daredevil. Like, I don't know what bullseye has anything to do. Like, why is, why is he in this fight right now? But that's just me being, maybe I missed something. Maybe I was confused. Maybe I didn't pick up on something, but anyways, mm-hmm. season three was, was great. I mm-hmm. loved every, every moment of it. And so it made my, my top five as well. CP, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to go. Okay. I'm going to go since you so started. we're on number four. We're on number four. Correct. So for me, my number four is a comic book event that started in 2017 and ended in 2018. So it counts. It's our podcast. We can do what we want. <laughs> it's our rules. So I'm going to go with uh, Scott Snyder's uh, metal, Batman metal uh, series that he did. And it was just... It was just amazing. And I was really behind on my, like, I've been, and I still kind of am, I've been behind on my comic book reading. And so, uh-huh. so it was a couple of weeks ago. I, I just took a morning and I just finished it and I got through nine issues of it. And it was, it was worth it. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm now, I'm catching up slowly. And, but the, the whole thing, Scott Snyder does this amazing job with writing Batman. That he understands the character, he understands that world, and he does this thing where he sets up so many things that I think for me that's why I take so long reading his comics more than any other mm-hmm. writer maybe mm-hmm. because I don't want to miss anything. There's not a lot of conversation like between two people necessarily like in other comics. It's they're jumping from different place to different place and different character and different character. He just does a great job with, with balancing all those things and uh-huh. setting up everything. And so he's he's just he is just an amazing writer. And so having him tackle this storyline where there's there's like an alternate, like a, a negative universe 
of our universe and it's like the you know the the dark universe or uh, and there's like alternate versions of Batman that he becomes bad but not just becomes bad like as like a bad guy but he becomes like like an evil legitimate like monster in other universes uh-huh. in this dark multiverse that he, that you know that is a thing and so we see Batman become it's still Bruce Wayne but he becomes also like an evil green lantern. So you have Bruce Wayne in this dark alternate reality universe who happens to become an evil green lantern as well. And so it's not just an evil green lantern. It's not just a bad Batman, but it's a bad Bruce Wayne who becomes and has the powers of an evil green lantern. Mm -hmm. We see him be an evil flash. And so he kind of merges with Barry, like, Another universe is Barry oh, Allen, terrifying. and he becomes like this evil Flash. We see him become this evil cyborg, like all these different things. And the worst one being, he becomes like an evil Joker. And so it's Bruce Wayne with the skills and the detective brilliancy that Bruce Wayne has. Throw out the code that Bruce Wayne has and insert the Joker's madness now. And that's how you become the Batman who laughs. And it was just terrifying. And so anyways, like it was just, it was a heck of a ride. And so if you can check it out, read it, go to your local library, pick up just the trade of it. It's a blast. You will not be disappointed. So that's my number four, um, the metal series that came out with Scott Snyder um, and Greg Capullo was, was, was the artist behind it. He did a great job. It was great having him back. It was good to see them. Back together. Yeah, back together for sure. So, uh, CP, what was your number four? My number four is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, my God. Oh, my word. Okay. Um, Let's hear it, man. Which I think they're like... You're going to have to defend yourself a little bit here. I I know. People didn't like Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Yes. I I am, as you know, Andy, a sucker for monster. Yes. For monster movies or like... Particularly Creatures. giant monsters, yes, yes. Godzilla, King Kong, yeah. all those things, uh, Pacific Rim. And so I feel like, like I know a lot of people that were not crazy about leaving the island or not yeah. crazy about like the stuff with uh, the mansion and Lockwood's estate yeah. um, and the Indoraptor. Like I know people that are just kind of overseeing like a creative hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. But I personally just wanted more Indoraptor with that movie. Like I would have liked to see more of the Indoraptor mm-hmm. or not have it die in that yep. movie. Yep. Um, but for me, seeing the island and seeing the dinosaurs like really just on their own and free um, in that moment and just the implications of what could come in sequels. I enjoyed it all. Um, And I think that that's some of like, I kind of feel like we, as a culture, we want more story out of something than what we're given, what we're given. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so for some reason we, that becomes a fault of the movie. Um, Like I, like I think with the predator, that came out this year. Yes. Like the first the first Predator movie is just a bunch of jacked guys yeah. running scared from the In a jungle. Yeah. In a jungle. Yeah. Like there's not a storyline. You don't learn any more about the Predator. And so I enjoyed the movie, but I'm not saying it's great. But, yes. So yes. anyway, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I really liked it. I was gonna say I thought the best part about that movie, or maybe the most important part about that movie was the ending. 
Like, I think that's the first, I, and I'll give that, uh, that's credit that, that it does deserve. Mm-hmm. It needs to, like, you need to appreciate that they took a bold step in a direction that most, that I don't think any of the other Jurassic Park movies have gone into. And it's like, oh, no, no, no. They're out now. And they are yeah. here. This, this, the closest one was in the second one where they brought the, the, the one T-Rex, T-Rex back, back yeah. you know, but yeah, I, like, that's not the case after with this one. At, when I first saw Fallen Kingdom, I described it to people as The Last Jedi, but with Jurassic Park, <laughs> okay. where like, I felt like it was going to, like, as soon as I saw it, I felt like it was going to be very, it was very much going to split the fan base. Super divisive. And like, just like The Last Jedi did, where there's people who think that that was the best Star Wars movie that has been, mm-hmm. and there's people who think that it should just be thrown out and redone yeah. Yeah. and remade. Yeah. Um, I feel the same you, you way. I brought this honor to this band. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel I feel the same way with Fallen Kingdom. But like I said, I really liked it. The Indoraptor was freaky. I would have liked to see a little more of its like powers and stuff. But um, but yeah. So Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. Everybody's wrong. <laughs> Everybody's wrong about that. About Iron Man three. Yes. I'm trying to think of other ones that other movies that I just disagree with everybody on. I. <laughs> I don't know. I'll let you think about that. This is my last one. Finny, come up. I'll let you know. Yes, please do. This is my last one. Number five on my list for top five 2018. Movie soundtracks. Okay. (laughs) Big. It's been a big year. And I'm only thinking, I'm specifically thinking about two. And we started off the year with an amazing soundtrack. We ended the year, in my opinion, with an even better soundtrack. So we... This year we got the soundtrack to the Black Panther, which was really solid. Had a, a few like, in my opinion, had a couple songs that I just really liked. They had other songs I'm like, uh, like not my cup of tea, but it's still really good. Like I know it's still good music. I can appreciate it. So that was mm-hmm. still like a really good soundtrack that I know I listened to. But then we ended the year with this Spider Man into the Spider Verse soundtrack, mm-hmm. and that thing has been blowing up my phone and I'm trying to put it like on every playlist I can. And like, (laughs) it's solid stuff. And I just absolutely loved it. And so it really was like, I mean, now not think about like those two movies were really good Mm -hmm. on their own. And then they come out with amazing soundtracks to come with it. And now it's just like, okay, this is like, they, like I say they, as in like Disney, like they really thought about how important music was going to be to those two movies. Yeah. Because I can't think of like it's not like we got a soundtrack to like Captain America, Civil War. Right. That's like not we, been a thing up like until Guardians. Black Panther. Yeah, yeah I guess like, with Guardians is you know, we kinda got the idea of like, hey, music can play a bigger role in these movies, not just like a score, but like actual music can be a bigger can play a bigger role. And I think with Guardians, I mean, those soundtracks of the Guardians movies were really good as well. Mm-hmm. But man, like that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse soundtrack was like, I love it. And so mm-hmm. I, uh, so that for me, looking back at the year, like as a fanboy, as a nerd, like that was, that was huge. Yeah. And so um, that's my last one, man. Those soundtracks, you know, particularly 
my I definitely go more towards the Spider Man Spider Verse soundtrack, and so that's my last one. CP, what's your last one, dude? My last one is the Spider Man PS4 game. Yes, um, I haven't even finished it yet. Yes, but uh, it's just been super fun. The web swinging um, by itself, like, is just awesome to do and awesome to like learn and get better at. Yes, um, and just being able to traverse more like i love being like swinging to a building and then running along the side of it and jumping off and swinging again like it's just so cool and it's so fun to like try to make it look really like cinematic and like yeah like really like it's just fun to like just see that and same thing with like the combos like i mean you've played like arkham knight and so Like just getting like getting a combo down, re- so you're like bouncing off of guys and like web grabbing them. So it looks like so it, it would in a movie or yeah. A comic book. So it yeah. lo- so it looks like Spider Man. So yeah. you, like you imagine you know Spider Man being like able to take on twenty guys without any of them hitting him, mm-hmm. you know, and just being able to do that um, is really is really awesome. And so um, I'm really appreciate really enjoying the story so far. Um, and obviously I haven't finished it, but, um, just seeing kind of where it's headed and, and the seeds that they're planting and just how they're slowly bu- building on things as they go, um, has been really cool and really fun to see. And the amount of costumes that they've packed in. Unreal, dude. is crazy. So, um, but yeah, so that's mine. Spider-Man PS4. That's my last for my top five. Do you have a, a, a favorite suit? My favorite suit in the game, the one that I play the most as is the, stark suit from spider-man homecoming okay um because i feel like it still looks like it belongs in the world which for me i don't know if that's maybe i'm making an issue where other people don't have an issue (laughs) but like i there's a couple like i'm trying to think like the like the spider-man 2099 one Uh i really love the look of it but it like just feels out of place sure kind of um and same thing like my sister-in-law loves the um, comic book one, but uh-huh. that one literally like looks out of place because it looks like it's a comic book, like a two D. Yeah, like yeah. it looks like a two D kind of um, comic book uh, costume. And so, um, but yeah, I mean, probably the Stark suit. It's really cool to see the Iron Spider from Infinity War in there. That's a good one. Um, there's one that's like the Ghost Rider Spider Man. <laughs> so crazy that like I don't. It's like more scary looking. Um, even <laughs> the description for that one says. Like the suit power is that it it channels like it channels fire from like ethereal fire from <laughs> from somewhere. That's what oh it's, my just, it's just from somewhere. Um but yeah, so just all of that, you know, being able to just really be Spider Man. And I know we've gotten like plenty of Spider Man games in the past. And but and really we- seeing New York, because I think my understanding is that this is the most accurate representation of new york in a video game Mm -hmm. and so like seeing the rockefeller center and madison square garden and like all of these things all of these you know such big like you know places that we've seen in movies and and all kinds of things throughout you know because it's new york and it's because it's they're iconic it's the greatest city in the world it's the greatest city in the world after orlando florida you could Um, Nobody believes that, that yeah. we've got Mickey. Okay, big deal. Um, but uh, but 
just seeing all of those things represented and being able to go there um, and and take photos of them. The photo mode in in it is so much fun because you're just able to like really try to make. I got my favorite thing is sending Andy pictures and just making him more and more upset as, that he as has an Xbox. It's his favorite thing, as in it's it brings me pain, and so. He, <laughs> He's the villain of this podcast because <laughs> I'm just a good guy and he's over here trying to bring um, trying to rub it in his yeah. face. So, so so that's your last one, CP. Spider-Man, PS4. Andy, do you have any like runner-ups uh, or things you're looking forward to in 2019? Uh I did have a couple I did have one runner-up. I'm trying I just lost it actually. Um speaking of the soundtracks, it made me think of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse was a big was a big deal for uh, sure this past year. Um, I know it's kind of nerdy. I mean, not nerdy. It's it's wrestling related, but uh, having Daniel Bryan come back this past year and to being cleared, I know exactly who you're talking. You about. love wrestling, man, so you know everything I'm about to say. He it was at one point he was forced, like for his own health and good, to retire from actual like in in ring performance because of uh, head injuries and concussions. And stuff like that. But this past year in 2018, he finally got through several, I mean, months, almost almost years, I want, maybe it was like over a year that he was out, that he was able to get further testing and exams done to be finally cleared to come back to wrestle. That's and awesome. So he um, is wrestling now. And so he's back. So that was a big, that was a big deal for, for wrestling fans in 2018. Mm-hmm. First to see him be healthy again, like to wrestle, but then to actually see him in the ring again yeah. was a big deal. So those are the two things. Um, obviously I'm looking forward to end game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really, really excited for that. And I think as far as looking ahead, that may be like, that may be it, man. Like that I can think about at least that, I care about. Um, I know some people. I know some people in our like circle of friends super excited for Game of Thrones. Like mm-hmm. that's the finale. Yeah, that's winter a, is still coming. It's still coming. It's still, I don't know. I I don't follow it. We I don't, don't watch, watch it. That. Yeah. So, but I know it's a. I mean, that's a big deal just for pop culture. I'm just so, excited about the Fox merger with Disney. Oh yeah, and that's, whatever else that brings. Hopefully, like. The word is from Kevin Feige that as soon as six months into 2019, there could be things starting to develop. So that's a bigger deal for sure. So that so I'm excited about that. Yeah, what that means for for the MCU is is really that's really good. So, but all right, uh, the oh the, one last thing. Okay, a little shout out to Mel. Just it's cool that we that Mel uh, has Twitch friends. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Mel, our our good friend Mel, she's been on the podcast before. Hopefully, she'll be on for our Spider Man review. Yeah. Uh, but she just the other day in conversation, she said she was talking with her Twitch friends, and just the fact that Mel just has, like that, just like just casual, like I don't have Twitch friends. I don't, I don't think Amy has Twitch, I friends. Have Twitch friends. So maybe she needs to host the podcast. Like, I don't know. Maybe this needs to be her podcast. Um, <laughs> but, that's amazing but uh, that is our episode for uh, Heroes and Top 5 2018 uh, we would love to hear what you have to say uh, what your favorite things that happened this year or ways that you think we're wrong <laughs> about ours please let please let us let Cody know 
how he's wrong about Jurassic, <laughs> Jurassic Back Park. Off. Yeah. Oh my Back gosh. Off. Um, but so you can tell us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at heroes underscore and or on Facebook at facebook.com slash heroes and or email us at heroes and podcast at gmail.com. Yes. And of course, we would love for you to share the podcast uh, with your friends. So make sure you do that. Uh, leave us a review if you can, like on iTunes or Stitch, you know, but that would be, that goes a long way as well. So l- leave us a review. We would, we would greatly appreciate that. Uh, that is uh, our episode. Thank you so much for listening to Heroes And. I'm Andy. And I'm Cody. And, and we're out. Cheryl, what the crap? <laughs> <laughs> the developers really love.